Chapter 55, The Return Journey I sat in the window seat, watching Jerusalem disappear. Our three weeks there had passed quickly, and we now needed to return to our homes. Canada would be our final destination, stopping in Spain first to meet Alberto's family. This flight, however, was bringing us to Holland, and my pilgrim friend, Johanna, whom I had visited before beginning to walk. It seemed a lifetime ago. With her, I hoped to have a decompression, an easing between our world as pilgrims and the world we were about to re-enter. We spent several days with Johanna, trying to capture in conversation the feelings and experiences of a pilgrimage that still needed to be digested. She understood our many long pauses and contradictions and listened, only advising us to be patient. She admitted her difficulty in fitting back into her own world and in needing time to have reflected in her outer experiences and relationships the profound changes that had occurred within. It had become our custom to have afternoon tea, and so we sat one afternoon with Johanna in her home, enjoying this comforting tradition. A painting on her mantle of an American Indian man with a feather headdress caught my attention. I had seen the same painting in a bookstore earlier that day. Something about his presence, the way his eyes looked out with such compassion and love, compelled me to ask who he was. Oh, his name is White Eagle, Johanna said. I began to tremble. He's a wise teacher and ascended master, part of a group that serves humanity from the spiritual realms. They are called the White Brotherhood. I couldn't speak. Alberto looked stunned. Johanna suddenly stopped and her eyes filled with tears. Oh my God, she whispered. He is here. Her eyes gazed beyond where we sat. I see him standing there and feel a tremendous outpouring of love, especially for you, Alberto. Can you speak with him? I whispered. I don't know, she answered. I've never seen him before. Does he know us? I asked. Johanna slowly nodded her eyes still fixed on the space beyond us. He says that he knows you, Alberto, but still not you, Moni. Then in a voice filled with emotion, she said, Oh, Alberto, I wish you could see him, feel the stream of pure love that he is directing at you. Tears rolled down Johanna's face, mingling with a smile of contentment that now crossed her lips. I'm sorry, she said, drying her eyes. I don't normally have these reactions, but his presence was especially strong right now. I've had visions before, but never with him. From her bookshelf, she pulled out several books, and from the guest room where we were sleeping, several more. I had put these books by your bedside today for some reason, she said. Now I know why. Emotion rushed through me when I read that White Eagle used as the foundation of his teachings the Gospel of St. John, revealing how to unfold the spiritual light or inner Christ that exists within each of us so that we may uplift and heal our world with it.
He refers to it as the Christ light, a universal light that isn't linked to any one religion. He speaks of Jesus as a brother and great master who had come to the world to awaken the mastery within each one of us and to be the living example of all that he taught. The symbol of that spiritual light and of the white brotherhood was the six-sided star, symbolizing perfect balance and harmony between the spiritual and physical worlds. The signs I had faithfully followed, the eagle, six-sided star, and John had all come together in a most unexpected way, revealing a remarkable path that I would now begin to explore.